What's going on, podcast? It is hard to write a resume that gets you to stand out. Trust me, I think I've learned to look at over, say, like 50 things in evaluating resume quality. It is also hard to figure out your job search strategy and where to go next in a crazy time like this. Let's Eat Grandma is offering affordable career help today, including a short yet personalized feedback video from one of our professionals and AMA sessions with career coaches plus premium content to help you with your resume, cover letter, and LinkedIn profiles. Hop on over to letseatgrandma.com and order our urgent care package today. All right, that's our announcement. Enjoy today's episode. And welcome to the Let's Eat Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. And for this episode today, you are going to hear some premium content from our urgent career package offering. This is going to be a snippet of advice on keywords and applicant tracking systems. This is a huge part of the job search process, especially if you're applying online. So listen up to this episode, and I guarantee you, you'll take away a nugget or two to help you with your job search. Let's roll the clip. Don't neglect other parts of the puzzle. Woohoo, you got your resume all spruced up looking great, but now you have a cover letter to worry about and you have your LinkedIn. Now I'm gonna vouch for one of those being more highly, uh, to be honest, more highly realistic that someone's going to use keywords in and that's LinkedIn. LinkedIn literally is a job board for those of you who don't use it outside of the social networking part of it. It can be used to find professionals. In fact, go ahead and do a quick Google search of sales manager in Portland, Oregon or wherever you are and find out Who's coming to the top of your list? If your friend, your buddy, or you even do it on a private browser search and you try to find yourself using this and you don't show up with the relevant keywords, you're probably not doing your profile justice. Because guess what? Recruiters aren't necessarily using a search bar to find you. They're using something a little bit more sophisticated, but they are searching for you. So you want to make sure that your keywords in your profile are up to date, relevant for the keywords of the industry that you want to be in. Don't forget, the industry that you want to be in, not the industry or position that you came from. Always be forward-looking. So your cover letter, again, I can't say with any veracity or, or whatnot that someone is actually going to be screening your cover letter for keywords. But again, like I said earlier, where there's a chance, there's an opportunity, and so on and so forth. But if you do it, you'll look more targeted when the human, if the human reads it. Who knows if the human's going to read it. But hopefully, if they do, you look better and more targeted. The last component, application questions. Yes, you have to, have to fill it out. Yes, it sucks. But putting in the right types of answers into the application, doing it with the best of your ability, full due diligence, actually answering them out fully, they can use that to screen you out as well. In fact, I was just running a search the other day for a friend in, in his, his firm. When they were looking for people. It was as easy as saying, oh, did they say that they spoke English? and Spanish, check, check. Those that didn't speak English and Spanish, probably about 70 out of the 100 that I was looking at. It's so simple. So don't forget, do it with all completeness. And yeah, you may be screened out according to your application. Now guys, there is such a thing as taking this too far. I say, as the great Uncle Ben said to Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility. So you've got all these keywords at your disposal. You know where to find them, blah, 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 blah. You know how to put them into your resume, blah, 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 blah. Now, don't keyword stuff. There's a couple of reasons I say don't. 
Uh, number one, it's going to look, again, laboriously difficult to read, as I'm going to show you here in just a moment, an example. Number two, if you're being factually incorrect, you will be found out. Uh, um, I just gave a talk very similarly to a bunch of actually hiring managers, and one of them actually commented, they're like, I hate, hate, hate when people keyword stuff. It gets to me, and they're nothing like the keywords that they said they were. They were just, and I kid you not, do not do this, do not do this. People have put in white text, the very, very bottom, in two-point font, keywords that are not, cannot be found anywhere in the resume. Don't do that. Not illegal, but you're not being truthful, not only to yourself, but to the company. And when you get found out, which you will get found out, because uh, you can't competently do the job, and or they're just going to look at the resume and be like, this person doesn't know any of these skills. It's just not a great idea. I want to kind of leave you guys on the last handful of tips here. I said a moment ago, be forward looking, focus on where you're going, not where you've been. This is for all you career transitioners out there. This is for all of you who want a bigger and better job than they have right now, particularly in regards to management or leadership positions when you may have been an individual contributor, right? These are all good examples for a case for why you may need to do this. So again, focus on where you're going. Number two, only highlight the best of the best. Really and truly, guys, you don't know how much pushback I get from clients saying, oh, no, 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 I'm so just connected to that one thing that I did five or 10 years ago, or I'm just, hey, it was a position even a year ago, but no one knows, but I'm just so proud of the fact that I was doing this in the background and I was helping them, you know, do this and that and the other. And I tell them, does the person reading the resume want to know that? Well, not really, I, I don't think so. Okay, then don't include it. Omitting information is perfectly fine, and everyone in the real world knows that not everything you've done has to exist or belong on your resume. It is a condensed version. It's not a full curriculum vitae as it used to be in the old days. It is just a modern day, especially in the U.S., American resume, U.S.-based resume, and it's okay to omit stuff. So showcase the best of the best. If you are looking for a management position, but you have not yet been a manager, well, where do you feel like you led something, a project, or even some people? Maybe you were just some interns that came through and you helped train them. That's an instance of where you were helping to be a leader or a manager. Showcase that best of the best. Make it number one bullet point. Put it twice, but rephrase it so it's not the same bullet point. You get the idea. Just showcase the best of the best. Forget the rest. Um, now, the last tip I'll show here, a couple slides, is just persist beyond the black hole. It can be a black hole, guys. Always be forward-looking. When I say you do want to tailor descriptions with a position you're trying to fill, I also say don't fully describe things that were important in the past before we look. Persist through the black hole. Do it. It can absolutely feel like you're just shooting your shot a hundred gazillion times a day and not hearing back once because sometimes that's the game you got to play. And here of fall of 2020, there are a lot of job seekers, a lot of applicants for a lot of different companies. Persist, persist, persist. Play the game a little bit. If you want to use these tips to the fullest of your extent and you want to do them truthfully and do them as, as often as you can, I promise you, you will be more successful, but I still promise you it's going to be a challenge. I promise you it may even be less than a 20 sometimes percent chance of even being seen. So that's just my only tip. It's a little bit more motivational than it is a true hard and fast tip. Can't take up to 20 weeks. That's a hard and fast statistic for a lot, an aggregate of a lot of different industries. It can be much longer for some jobs be shorter for some jobs. Again, I said 20% a moment ago, but we see stats. I mean, we talk to a lot of job seekers, hundreds and hundreds of job seekers a month. In fact, when I'm talking to a lot of people and I hear, you know, one out of 20, about 5% or so, or whatever it is, 
I say, gosh, that sucks. And I don't mean to belittle your position or make you feel any less or any less meaningful, but I do talk to a lot of people and a lot of people tell me the exact same thing. So how can we get you to a 20? It's by doing keyword stuff like this. But it's still 20%. It's not 100%. Not 80, not 60. 50 would actually be pretty good, but you got to go through a whole resume reboot. You got to do the earlier principles that Chris was talking about if you want to get to higher percentages like that. And just persistence is key. Don't give up. Keep going. Keep trucking along. Keep shooting your shot. Even if you don't match 100% of the qualifications, which guess what? No one does. The majority of people do not meet 100% of the qualifications. If you meet most of them, if you feel strong and competent and that you are capable of doing the job, even though you have not done a job similar before, if you feel in your heart of hearts that you can do it, maybe you can objectively check off at least three quarters of them, even less, half, that's okay. Shoot your shot, go for it, you never know. All it takes is time to go ahead and do that. And I know time is limited. I know we don't have all the time in the world, but I think if it's really your dream job, you won't stop at anything, and I mean anything, to not go out and get it. I want to leave you with some good uh, positive words of advice. All right, podcast, that's it for today's episode. In the clip, my brother and co-founder went ahead and demystified applicant tracking systems a little bit. And in the rest of the content, you're going to really learn the true nitty-gritty nitty-gritty of getting past the ATS. It is hard and there is no perfect solution, but if you apply some of these strategies and techniques, you can probably, and I say probably, increase the chances of you getting hits and matches. So if you wanted to learn more from that content, head on over to letseatgrandma.com and order our urgent care package. So head on over and check that out. Additionally, we have some amazing guests coming up in the next few weeks. We have an episode all about resilience and pushing past the negativity and adversity. We also have another great, great podcast episode about dealing with the effects of a bad boss and burnout. So if any of that stuff appeals to you, make sure to stay subscribed to our podcast and just know that we release episodes every Monday and Thursday morning. And I would love, 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 love to stay connected with you during all of this. My name is Chris Bianueva, and this is the Career Warrior Podcast. <laughs>